Welcome back to another episode of everyone's favorite convention-related podcast, Con Job. This week, we have another returning guest, Mr. George Zadi from Fan Expo, who's coming on to give us the 411 on Fan Expo Denver that's going to be happening Halloween weekend in Denver, Colorado. We did have a little bit of... Uh, Technical difficulties between uh, Alexa and George kind of kept bouncing in and out, uh, so I did my best to kind of get it cleaned up, so hope you guys enjoy it. Take care. And without further ado, hello, George. Hey, how are you? Oh, doing well. Exhausted. It's been, uh, it has been a couple of weeks, let me tell you. Yeah, doing uh, all our shows back to back to back to back has certainly been lots of fun. Yeah, yeah, uh, you guys have been, uh, you guys have been crazy busy because you, I mean, you had Dallas and then you had, you, what did you have after Dallas? Well, it actually went it went Boston, Calgary, and then Dallas. Dallas was the last one on the docket um, for that run. <laughs> Unfortunately, we had our Edmonton show canceled, and now I'm again on another three cons in a row. So uh, Chicago was this past weekend, the last Wizard World show. And then the next show I've got is Toronto this weekend, and then we go to Denver. Nice, and that's yeah. uh, Denver is what we're going to talk about uh, um, for the most uh, the most part of this. But let, you touched on uh, on the last Wizard World event. Um, how, what was the feeling like? Was it you know was it a little sad? Was it exciting? Or, you know, the kickoff of a new uh, you know uh, of a new thing. How how was it up there? It did sort of have that kind of end of an era feel. There's, I was really amazed at a lot of people who had all kinds of feels for the wizard show, especially to the Chicago one, a whole bunch of vendors was saying like, this was my first show. And artists said, you know, this was my first show and now I work for Marvel and you know, that sort of stuff. So, I mean, wizard world was, was the con wizard for one time had like 25 shows. Right. Right. Like, I, mean, I know for a fact they had one a month and then they were adding in, they were adding in a couple of additionals, you know? So Yeah. There was, there was a bunch. I know that when we first started doing this, they were the, you know, there was like basically every other week, it seemed like there was a wizard show somewhere. Yeah. But, but obviously with different ownerships in the company and stuff like that, there was, you know, less and less funding, less and less care with the show. <clears throat> but I think everybody had that level of sadness that it was going away, but there was a lot of optimism moving forward. You know, because yeah. Fan Expo, we're going to take all the good things that Wizard did and keep them. And then you, uh, things like the trucking that Wizard did, we're going to do that. Well, yeah, that was actually going to be one of the questions because we've had that um, we've had that kind of come up in some of our group chats where um, people have talked about it. Are, is is Fan Expo going to keep the the ability to do the shipping and all that stuff? So that's definitely going to hang around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that's fantastic if uh, if it can if it can work. Whew. Yeah, 
Yeah, we're actually even looking into logistics. Uh, Joe and Peter, who came over from Wizard World, are looking into logistics of actually trucking up to Canada, too. So I think that'd be awesome. Well, awesome. you, know, you know, you know who uh, who's going to be first in line to uh, to do a Canadian show. Hi there. It's me. I already I already jumped in line there. Sorry. Well, you're taller than me, so I guess that works. Um, I you know Wizard Wizard had some great stuff that they were doing. You know, um, one of the big questions, and I don't know, um, but you know, outside of the trucking, because the trucking man, that's fantastic. Um, you know, being able to toss your stuff on a pallet, pay a few hundred bucks, and boom, it's cross country. Yeah. Um, Now you guys, you guys are a, a, a bona fide show circuit. So, you know, you've got, you've got what, what is it? 16, 18 shows now? 17 shows. That doesn't include any of the kind of small one day shows that we do usually around Christmas. Um, like we have a one day show in Irving this year, December 11th. Um, and we're going to look to expand that to kind of stay strong in the market. Um, because you guys do a uh, like a, a Christmas a Christmas show in uh, in Calgary too, right? Yeah, we do one in Toronto and one in Calgary, and they're really really popular. It's a cheap ticket, one day. You come in at six o'clock, you set up. We open at ten, we close at six, and it's just that one day. Tables are cheap, tickets are cheap, um, but it's around Christmas. Even though a lot of time when you're going to a con, you're not buying for somebody else; you're buying for yourself. Yourself, yeah. <laughs> So how many of those, how many of those 17 are you physically going to be at? Uh, we don't know yet. Okay. So we're still working say, on the I, logistics. I, I didn't know so, to say congratulations or I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 No, there's a lot of shows. Or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically April and, well, I'll, I'll be at all the Canadian shows. So I'm, I'm definitely the, the sales lead for every single Canadian show. Okay. So definitely the two Toronto shows, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver. Alexa has an awful connection. She really does, but we can continue. (laughs) Yeah. So definitely (laughs) all of those. Um, And, you know, some of the the Stallworth ones that, um, you know, I've worked on in the past, like Orlando and Dallas and Boston, I'm sure I'm going to be, uh, a large part of but with the wizard stuff going forward i'm not 100 percent sure so we're going to figure that out in the next couple coming months um we unofficially let people know um when our tentative dates were uh so we got a lot of shows coming up and there's a lot of shows in that first half of the year um and I doubt I can do all of them because good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, might, uh, you might, you might be a single guy at the end of it is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, you know, they might, I just show up at my house and just like in, uh, I, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but just like in the Hobbit, somebody will be selling all my stuff cause I haven't been home in months. So they figure I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, Giant burning question, and this is kind of what I was I was leading up to until I had technical difficulties. Um, are you guys looking at you know a multi show? Something that we did. Not, was kind of, uh, you know, 
Well, hang on before before you answer that, George. Let me let me just re- repeat the question because she was breaking up pretty bad there. So, are you looking to offer any multi-show discounts? Because if you're going to have a bunch and, and we wanted to sign up for you know ten of them, whatever. Because um, I know Wizard would do that if you uh, if you if you jumped in on a bunch of their shows up front. Are you guys right. looking to do anything like that? Uh, we are not, <clears throat> and part of the reason uh, that is, uh, I looking at the price that they were charging the wizard were charging for booths. They had to give a discount. <laughs> like who's going to, who's going to pay that price? I can't imagine that anybody paid that price, you know, unless you're coming in the last minute, because those were way too expensive. Those booth prices were, you know, a few hundred dollars higher than they had to be. And I think, with Fan Expo, we're saying this is a reasonable price for a booth. You know, you can always talk to myself or Mark about, you know, hey, if you're going to come and do multiple shows, we can talk about waiving corner fees. You know, we can certainly talk about placement. Um, and that's one of the things I'd like to, you know, make sure that our multiple show people get. It's like this is the placement that you need. And everybody knows that placement is, is gold. Right. 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 So that's kind of what more we're bringing to the table as opposed to a discounted table price. Right. But like, you know, something like a $1,300 table for Chicago. You're kidding me, guys. (laughs) Like, like that's, like what are you doing? Like and I, I'm, I'm happy that you answered it like that because I, I already knew the answer. But yeah. uh, I, I wanted to get it out there because I've had so many people comment to me about, you know, oh, you know, I hope we uh, I hope we get, uh, you know, multi-show discounts. And I, I a lot of these guys aren't aren't familiar with with Fan Expo and the fact that, you know, the, the table pricing is relatively low for, uh, you know, for what we're seeing in the industry. Yeah. Well, I mean, like uh, Chicago, even like an artist alley table in Chicago was something like $550. That's, that's crazy for the amount of people that pull in. And I think we, I can't remember with 250 or $350, it will be lowered or two. So that's a reasonable price. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like the old, uh, it's like the old, Hey, we're having a, 20% 20% off sale. So we mark everything up 30% just to give exactly. you a 20% discount. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what wizard did. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they do the, they did the, you know, buy it the next three months and it's this and buy it the next three months and it's this and buy it. It's like, God, yeah, it's the, yeah. Logistically that's a nightmare for one, <laughs> but what we do is, and it was, it was weird kind of teaching it to, our, our Chicago people, because you you guys know how that works. So when we do a rebook, it's a hundred bucks less than the rack rate. Right. So you're looking at a in retail, you're looking for, you're looking at a hundred dollars less than what it would normally be per booth. So if you rebook and you know it's ninety five percent that you're going to get the same spot, unless of course the hall completely changes and then your spot doesn't exist anymore. But if you want something like I want to be by the food court, I want to be by our Sally, I want to be by a bathroom. Some people want to be by bathroom <laughs> because of the, the 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 high volume of people moving back and forth. Uh, you know, all of that stuff can transfer. So we're very much in. It's is a reasonable price for the market because of the amount of people that we get in. 
Oh no, I I agree. I'm sure everybody. I mean, I'm I'm assuming everybody agrees that the the pricing structure you guys have is not exorbitant. That's for sure. No, it's one of the more reasonables in the in the industry for what we get. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, what we do, I just I'm not sure if everybody realizes it. I'm talking to people in Chicago, um, they they didn't quite get it. Um, but we have what we call tier one shows and tier two shows. Uh, so tier one shows are uh, anything over um, sixty thousand fans. So if we pull in anything over 60,000 fans, it's a tier one. Anything lower than that is a tier two. Okay. So like our, our, our small show here in Toronto, Toronto Comic-Con in March, that pulls in about 35,000 people. So that's a tier two. Um, Vancouver pulls in about, you know, 25 to 28,000 people, tier two. Um, but obviously Dallas and Megacon, um, those are tier ones, right? Because Dallas will pull in, you know, seventy-five thousand people, and Megacon will pull in a hundred thousand people. And then, of course, our biggest show is the Fan Expo Canada here in Toronto in August that pulls in one hundred and thirty-five thousand people in like two buildings. Do yeah, you know how, God, that that whole building is awesome. The whole thing is awesome. It's do you ridiculous. know? How, do you know how many tier ones you have out of the, I guess, seventeen now that you have? I guess it's too yeah. early to tell, right? Because you just assumed a bunch of them too. Yeah. So yeah. we're, I, I think the implication, or at least the idea, is that of the six wizard shows that we, um, that we acquired, that I think four of them were looking at tier ones. Oh, okay. Um, so New Orleans, I think. Let me double check. So, yeah, so New Orleans, Tier 1, Philadelphia, uh, Calgary, which is our big Calgary show, obviously Megacon, Dallas, uh, Denver. Uh, We're looking at expanding Chicago, um, Boston, and Phoenix, Canada. And then we're anticipating, you know, um, San Francisco to be a Tier 1, too, so... Nice. Okay. So you, uh, you're saying you're going to be busy is what I'm hearing. Yes. Not just oh, you, busy. but the company in general. <laughs> yeah. The company in general. Right. We, no. we are with the acquisition of wizard world. We are, uh, the largest pop culture, um, convention provider. All right. So we're all having crazy technical difficulties. So I think that's, uh, that, that is the podcast telling us that we got to move on from, uh, from the old and, uh, <laughs> let, let's talk about the new. So, um, you know, we, we've talked about wizard, but let's, let's talk about Denver. Denver is in, uh, what, uh, 12 days, George. Yeah. So Halloween weekend, um, we acquired Denver this year and we didn't think we'd be able to do it, but opportunity came up, a date came available. So, yeah, man, let's do it. I and am how many, so how excited. Many, oh, I think everybody is. Do you know how many vendors that you're looking looking for at this at this show? Like, is it going to be? I know you had mentioned this is a, a tier one. You're expecting tier one level, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, we are limited to capacity, um, not, not like fan wise, but like just hall wise. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at about it's only about seventy five percent. Um, what it was previously because 
you know, obviously Denver folded because it was a non-for-profit. We're keeping parts of that still there for the Denver show uh, because Denver has a really strong community and a very strong comic community. So we want to stay connected to that. Um, so we're at about 75% of hall capacity, what we would normally have. Um, so Denver usually pulls in something like, you know, 80 to 90,000 people. So we're at a 70% of, you know, fire marshal capacity. So we're only able to sell that many tickets just because of the physical space that we have. Okay. Gotcha. So we're, we're probably looking for around 60 ish. Um, Should we sell out completely? Yes. I would, I would assume it'd be something close to that. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, that's, that's not terrible considering there's 25% less vendors and let's be real honest. There's a, there's a lot of new from uh, from what I'm what I'm seeing. Like there's vendors that I I have never seen at a ever before. So it's good. Yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately, what we did because we wanted to you know keep that Denver feel, we reached out to all the previous Denver vendors first um, to say, hey, you know, we want to make sure that this feels you know like a Denver show. We don't want to take away your um, your local show. Cause we give that a lot. Unfortunately we get, Oh, you've come in, you've ruined our local shows. You, you know, you're not even American. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. You know, that's terrible. So, um, but when we reached out to them, only about 50% were willing to do it. I mean, a lot of it was COVID related still. Um, but a lot of this depends on the, the state we're in and even the province here in Canada, uh, Toronto is limited to 10,000 tickets a day um, because we're still kind of in a lockdown in Toronto. You know, there's still mass mandates everywhere. You still have to limit the amount of people coming into a restaurant. You still have to limit the amount of people going into a, like a retail store. Anytime you go into the re- restaurant, you have to prove that you are fully vaccinated. So, Oh, wow. So it's similar to New York. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what is the, I guess the, can you guys, can you give us like a summary of the guest list? For, for Denver? For Denver. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I pulled up my lab, if I pulled up my computer, I could tell you, but that's not what I do. Right. You yeah. Know? No, that's uh, you know? probably, a, probably a bad question. My bad. Yeah, Ryan did know, not- before you know, uh beforehand so you guys have got uh, some winona erp guests yeah. um i'm I going there actually uh, right now voice actors i at the end of the day like with, with fan expo shows guests drive you know a big portion of those people and like in dallas we know you know they they go for the guests but you know i feel like you know you could have me and ryan as guests along with uh you know along with george and uh you know maybe like michael rooker and i think you know we're in good shape (laughs) well you know it's weird because we had obviously we were trying to do the whole um hobbit reunion thing again um after it was canceled in 2020 and of course it didn't work out this year and i'm sure we're going to try to keep it up for next year and when we canceled it we thought oh okay this is going to hurt because we've canceled some big guests. So people are going to want their money back because we understand it's a COVID year. Things are crazy. 
So we offered people our money back for Orlando when that happened. And uh, 28 people asked for their money back. That was it. <laughs> well, and it was sort of like, wow, we were, we were thinking, you know, 328 people were going to ask for their money back. Right. Mass exodus. Yeah. But I think it just speaks to the fact that, you know, the community wants to be a community, you know, like you, you haven't been able to hang out with your con friends for a couple of years and it may be something that you only see once a year and people wanted to get back to that. And I kind of feel like, like right now, you know, going forward, any show that happens from now until the end of the year is going to be one of those shows. And I, I even saw it this past weekend at the show that I was at. People are Christmas shopping. People are now cognizant that there are supply chain issues. There are shipping issues. There's all these issues. They're, they're, they're looking to buy. So they want to go to these events and they want to, you know, they want to be able to get the things that they want to get. And I think, you know, that mentality is going to, you know, shift that, Hey, I got to buy Christmas presents now, you know, versus, you know, not a lot of people were doing that in the past. Yeah. And I think because of that, and I mean, honestly, uh, I'm, you know, next year is still a giant question mark, but even though our shows have been less attendance and less vendors, um, most of the vendors are doing really, really well. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, like, you it's... know, go ahead. People at our Boston shows so said they almost made more, a couple of them said they made more money than they did in Orlando. Right. You know, part oh, of that was less competition and people came to, to spend money. Um, but I think that's going to happen in Toronto this weekend. Because in Toronto, even though we're limited for tickets, we are sold out of Saturday tickets, we are sold out of premium tickets, and we are sold out of VIP tickets, and we are sold out of three-day tickets. Um, and that's encouraging. So what we've done is we're going to stay open an extra hour on Saturday, and uh, we're going to sell a 3 o'clock to 8 o'clock ticket and a 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock ticket. And you said that's the Toronto show, though? That's the Toronto show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and how have ticket sales been for, for Denver thus far? Ticket sales have been good. Denver is, I don't know, it's weird because it's still that. Most of the stuff that we're doing besides Boston, I mean, Orlando and Dallas that we were doing, it's like everybody's like, okay, we're tired of it. <laughs> you know, we're tired of everything. We reluctantly wear a mask, but we still want to get together. We're like in Toronto. Um, especially with our vendors, they're, they're still very wary of what's going on. Um, and Denver is wary. Um, so we're not, and I mean, every time we do a show, like if you look on the message boards, everybody says, well, it's going to be canceled. <laughs> you, know? Yeah, yeah. you know, everybody is waiting for that last minute to buy their ticket. Because you think, well, I don't want to buy a ticket. And then, you know, have to get a refund. Screw that. I'm just going to wait. Right? There's so. one guy on the Fan Expo Canada boards that always, he's like the most negative Nancy person I've ever seen on a board. It's everything is like the sky is falling. The The shows yeah. are getting canceled. I don't know why anything is doing anything. And I'm just like, dude, stop. Yeah. No, I want to, I don't know what the, I should just block that dude. I'm so tired of it. We shouldn't do shows till, we shouldn't do total shows until 2023 or 2024. Yeah. 
That's you know, how it's so you have read that guy's posts. Okay. Yeah, he's just an <laughs> and he's on there all the time and he goes on every one of our posts. Like he just goes from like Orlando to Dallas to Canada to it's just like, dude, just come on. Like if you don't want to come, don't come. Right? But that's how it's been since this whole COVID thing has started. I mean, we've talked about it many times where some of the shows, it's like, when, you know, when you're going to have one, they're like, oh, spreader, you know, super spreader event. You're killing people. How dare you? It's like, come on. Like, how far? Let's go. Like, like life's moved on. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, And it's fun, like funny, like after Orlando, which is our first show, um, I got sick. And I was like, uh-oh. So instantly I went and got tested. And uh, they said, no, nah, it's just a cold. And I went, yeah. oh, I got the con flu. <laughs> I got like yeah. regular con flu. Oh, okay. Con <laughs> yeah, that feels like it's getting back to normal. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, such a, such a nice feeling, right? <laughs> yeah, it was just sort of, oh, just a regular cold. Nice. <laughs> you know, it's, I was never so happy that just to have a cold. <laughs> right, right. So, do you expect the dates for, for Denver to change? Like, what? What do you, I mean, I, I don't know. If oh, you yeah, can... no, we've, we're already talking about moving Denver. So Denver is already, because um, it, it's, that's not where it was traditional. Okay. So we kind of, um, like I said, we have a tentative schedule. Right. So it looks like Denver is actually going to be on uh, July uh, 1st to 3rd. Oh, so okay. I, I, I guess the, the, the question, Excuse me. The question that uh, is burning is when will we get that schedule? When will we see that released? Like the, the tentative schedule become the, the real schedule. So what we're going to do is early November after Denver, we are going to release the kind of the first four months of the year to say, this is what we're planning and then start releasing it after like just tier it. But obviously Chicago just happened. So we did rebooking. So Chicago is happening July 7th through the 10th. So four four days. So, yes, okay. it will be four days. Okay. So and did you and, would you consider that one a tier one? I don't remember if that was on the list. I know Philadelphia was. Was Chicago one? I don't remember. <laughs> we might yeah. we might have lost. I, might, <laughs> I thought. No. Thought he was leaving us in suspense. <laughs> uh, um, I, my 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 phone uh, my my app keeps cutting out at three minutes and thirty seconds. So you might be by yourself here in a second, Ryan. No, uh, no, that's that's perfectly fine. But no, I think uh, I think it's I like that they're going to. I mean, you know how I am with the four days. I don't uh, I don't necessarily think that's that's uh, always the best thing. But I think um, if it's a tier one, I don't know if they've ever had a uh, the. The Wizard World Chicago. I don't know if it's ever been a four day, but if it has, oh, it's, it's 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 always traditionally been a four day. It has. Um, okay, so yeah, that's it, why it just moved to a three day this year, and I, 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 there's pros and cons for it. Okay, so we're trying to battle through some of these technical difficulties we're having, so we're just going to continue here. Um, so we were talking about Chicago. Now it's a four day, and then I had asked uh, if it was a was that one of the tier ones. Yes, and in yes. Chicago is traditionally four days. Like Chicago was one of the Wizard World staples. Like it was kind of like the one of the big shows. Right. Reed Pop came in and started to cannibalize that a little bit. Um, has there has there been any? I mean, 
how is it in terms of mega? Because we we talk about it here a lot. Where I don't, I always feel like four days is it, there's so few shows that can justify the fourth day. Uh, mega is one of them, so that's why I'm asking how is how is that one compared to mega? Well, I mean, the, the, that's the plan with Fan Expo. We come, um, like I mentioned, Wizard Worlds was pretty underfunded, right? So we're coming in with a like a stronger position so when we come into a guns blazing if you will yeah like so we come into the city we'd like talk to whether or not it's the hotels whether or not it's the city whether or not it's you know the convention center itself you know we're trying to get involved uh and that's something that we've worked really well in canada first and we're trying to slowly expand that into the u.s like when you get off the um when you get off an airplane in Calgary and go get your luggage, uh, there is like Calgary Expo ads all over the place in the airport. Right. Letting well, you and never- the city takes part of it and you get a, a parade downtown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the parade of wonders, right? Like, so, you know, that are the, that's the sort of stuff that we're trying to build with, um, with our host cities and uh, Chicago is into it. Right. I mean, uh, it, okay. It's in Rosemount. So it's basically, it's a suburb of Chicago. So it is a different crowd that pulls in that C2E2 pulls in. So kind of, uh, you know, our MO is to usually sort of be way more downtown way to be, to be way more in the city itself. Um, but I mean, you know, Chicago, like a lot of U.S. cities, is having a little bit of difficulties. So being out in the suburbs definitely brings in uh, a crowd that has money, right? I mean, traditionally, that's what suburbs are all about. Yeah, uh, no, it is and true. I've, I've, I, um, I, I, I like think one of my friends actually said it best. Like, the the people that attend the Read Pop show in Chicago, they they attend it because they're comic book fans. And, you know, the, the wizard show was attended because they had the media guests. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's something that, that fan expo does really well. But it's weird. We had, we had amazing comic book vendors, like almost the first half of the show was comic book vendors and some really, really great, like, you know, national comic guys. Um, and Chicago this year was, it's, it was a little bumpy, right um you know one day was you know a lot of people said you know that day was not great and then the next day wow that was awesome right (laughs) and we had the i'm not a fan i sorry people if you are we had the outlander guy that sucked a lot of people oh yeah (laughs) not a fan at all no i've never watched it it just doesn't you know it's not bad it's turned into a bit of a porno sometimes, but it's it's not a bad show. <laughs> yeah, but you know the love across time, love triangle, yeah. well, uh, not really my thing. <laughs> but like, like his lineup was huge, man. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, he brings them in. That's for sure. All the women. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, there's and it's for all different ages too. You get like sixteen year olds and eighty six year olds. <laughs> it was actually pretty interesting seeing like a giant lineup of mostly women at a oh, comic con. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> and you could see that every once in a while there's that husband who's just standing in line going, Oh, why am I here? And I went, ah, that's hilarious. Nobody's the other way around. That's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, so so it, 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 he's not Fabio, but uh, he's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, you know, if you get a 
Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth, you know, the dudes are going to go see Captain America and Thor, but the ladies are going to go see Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? That's like, a good way to put it. Yeah. You know, so I, I thought that was pretty cool. So, and this is the first time we're in Denver too. It was the first time I'd like worked at Chicago con. So that was interesting with the wizard staff and it was their last show. So there was, you know, a lot of farewells and a lot of partying going on with the staff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So not a lot of sleep happening, but, you know, we got through it. Uh, And then, like I said, Toronto this weekend, and I'm really looking forward to Denver. I've never been. So. Oh, nice. You can take some time and go to Estes Park while you're there. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. I mean, it's going to be a big show. Unfortunately, a lot of times, especially now with our shows back to back to back to back to back to back to back, um, you know, uh, I get very intimate with airports and the convention halls and, you know, the bed in the hotel room because that's all really I'm using the hotel room for is to hold my stuff and to go to sleep for a limited amount of hours. Um, but hopefully next year when everything is spread out, you know, I can start enjoying some of those cities because I've heard Denver's great. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really nice area. Yeah, I'm actually spending uh, spending some time in Denver after the convention just uh, to be able to actually hang out there. I've got a, fr- a couple of friends that live there, so I'm going to do the thing. Yeah, well, that was kind of my intention, too. And then we went and bought six shows, two of them in January. <laughs> <laughs> I... so, so normally our first show of the year is Vancouver in February, but nope. Now it's our third show of the year. So it's like, oh man. Okay. So I I guess the the question is, is the first show of the year still Wizard? Or still the, uh, I shouldn't say Wizard, uh, New Orleans? Yes. So um, I know we're still. (laughs) uh, We keep, after that three minutes, Alexa's gone. (laughs) The internet gods, they, they just. The internet gods hate you, Alexa. They just like the it's Wi-Fi terrible. gods. Literally yeah. every time I'm getting ready to ask you a question, it just cuts me off. It's like, nope, <laughs> nope, shut up. Yeah, bad question, done. Um, shut up, Meg. Yeah. So going forward, and we got this a lot uh, at in Chicago, is are they going to be Wizard World shows still? No. So they will all be you know, Fan Expo New Orleans. We are going to leave the tag on it so that the market doesn't get confused that we're going to have formerly Wizard World. And I think we're doing that for um, two years just to let people know that it was the Wizard World show so you don't get confused. Um, I've had tons of retailers, like, you know, ask me about our Atlanta show or <laughs> so you guys are super con, right? It's like, no, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Hey, can you get me into Emerald city? No, no, I can't. <laughs> it's like, you yeah, should, you should go to Will like, I'll leave a ticket. I'll leave a ticket for you. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> and so, so is there, is there going to be um, mask mandates at the show? Like everything that's been happening? For Denver? Yeah. Okay. There will be for Denver. Absolutely. Hold on. I'm going to say it, George. Ryan, read your damn email. Yeah. Well, not everybody that's listening to this is necessarily on that email list. Or read their email. Exhibitors. Yeah. 
Sibbers, we're sending you newsletters now, ma'am. It's important information on the newsletter. Please, <laughs> please read it. <laughs> you cannot believe something like 40% of the emails that we get about, so what do I get for my table? Uh, what's the size of my space? Uh, oh, wow. You know, what are <laughs> the hours first time? the show? <laughs> and I want to say that if any retailer who is listening, always, always, I know it gets confusing sometimes because we don't want the standard fans who are just buying a regular ticket to feel bad. The show opens at two o'clock on the first day for two hours for VIP and premium people. So they get an advanced pull, right? And then four o'clock for everybody else. I know sometimes that's confusing on the website. I've asked them to fix it, but George only pawn in game of life. So two o'clock guys, always two o'clock so when you're like why are people in the building because i know it says that on the website but we sent you a newsletter that tells you it opens at two so please two o'clock oh, right that's perfect well said <laughs> They've who, who needs the email when we have george <laughs> exactly oh, like all, all of that information we're we're trying to make sure that parking is because parking is always an issue. Extra passes are always an issue. We're trying to make sure that everything in there, in that newsletter is what you need. So detailed parking map. This is where you go. This is how much it is. This is the hotels that we, you know, that sponsor us that give us a deal and all that sort of stuff. So open those newsletters. I know it seems like you get a million emails a day, but, you know, it's a good one to open. Just saying. Yeah. It's it's one to stay up on. Exactly. Yes, Especially when you absolutely. know the show's coming up, we should probably brush up on some of the stuff. Yeah. Usually we kind of do, uh, usually we try to do like a 90, 60, 30 day email to send out. Uh, and then we will send out a reminder usually about a week before the show. I mean, we are running behind standard, standard yeah. operating procedures. Yeah. We are running behind a little bit just because, you know, somebody like me, um, who is currently working on every show. I don't have, you know, like our Toronto show we put together in three weeks because we were going to do it. And then the government is like, okay, you can only have a thousand people in the building. And it's like, okay, well, that's not going to work for us. And then they changed it three weeks ago. They said, okay, well, maybe you can have 10,000 people. And we're like, okay, now we can do a show. <laughs> that's a so big, had, that's... Yeah. So we've now had three weeks to put on a show. So, you know, that just monopolizes my time. So, like, I don't have quite the time to do what I need to do for Denver. Um, well, and I think that's, you know, I, we, we've, we've done a lot of talking about, hey, guys, stuff's coming. Like, I, somebody, somebody was complaining about, I don't have a map yet. And I'm like, maps next week. Just read your email. Yeah. yeah. That's such so proponent of the uh, email. I, you know, I I worked in an industry where if you didn't read the email, you didn't know anything. So I still work in an industry where that's the case, obviously, yeah. Ryan. <laughs> so yeah, what else so we got? Like, I was telling vendors in Chicago, like, you know, uh, for Denver, which we sent out and completely totally – Denver was a little goofy. It was like the exhibitor kit was 52 pages long, and it's like, okay, now we got to break that down for people. we got to make it a little bit more – clear um but in denver you can't uh you can't roll in your own stuff like you're not allowed to use anything that's got wheels 
unless it's a uh, like a suitcase. suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. So the the union has to move all the stuff for you, but don't worry, we've taken care of that. So there's no charge to you. There's charge to us. And you know, all that sort of stuff makes a difference of what your booth price is, right? So yeah, and I mean, I, I, I'll tell you straight up, you know, there are multiple shows that have that, you know, the the drayage included in that booth price, and I'll gladly pay it if that means that I don't have to wheel all my junk in. Yeah. Or, like, at the end of, they move all your stuff for you, and, like, oh, you know, here's an $800 bill. It's like, what the hell? No, thank you, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. There, there was a show a couple years ago, and I, it was, it, it's, it's the show isn't famous now or nefarious or whatever the word is, but you know there were people that were getting like four and five and eight thousand dollar drayage bills. Well, the, a lot of the convention centers, especially the heavily union cities, are they're confused by us, <laughs> you know, because they're used to doing these giant business to business shows. So, you know, it's like, guys, we're not GM, we're not Pfizer, we're not Apple, right? Where you can hand a vendor a $10,000 bill and he goes, whatever. Oh, no big deal. (laughs) Yeah, it's no problem, you know? It's because, like, those guys come in and they buy, like, a giant space. Like, they buy, like, you know, 40 by 80 space and they're paying a hundred grand for it. That's not us. Right. And, you know, we have to educate the cities that we're in, right? And work with our, uh, you know, our decorators, you know, who've, you know, I've bumped heads with a few of them. And I get where they're coming from. But, you know, like any kind of relationship, there's got to be that compromise, right? So um, it's sort of like, look, guys, help me out and we'll keep you employed and you'll keep us employed and we'll, and we'll be back. Keep the, we'll keep the vendors employed. So, you know, uh, Let's go ahead with this one. Oh, and hey, Alexa, I am allowed to say that because uh, the cat got out of the bag on the weekend that uh, uh, San Francisco will be Thanksgiving weekend. Aha! Uh-huh. I, uh, I I talked to uh, talked to a couple people when we were uh, hanging out in New York, and yeah, they were much to the chagrin of uh, a couple of people. We uh, we we know it is Thanksgiving weekend, so yes. There you go. Some big news. I like it. Yeah. Official news. Yes. Yeah, so we're not, you know, a, a lot of people I talked to said, I don't care. And a lot of people said, okay, it's, that's a non-starter. I just can't. Um, because I know it's that it's a huge, you know, family holiday and, you know, with black Friday right there too, you know, everything that's going on. Um, you know, people have traditions of watching football and all that sort of stuff. And eating but, turkey. Eating turkey. Um, uh, so, I mean, we've got a contract for a few years, so that's what they were able to give us. Um, and they gave it to us at a uh, at a price that your booths wouldn't be $1,400 a booth. <laughs> uh, because San Francisco is exactly the same way as Denver. You're not allowed to touch your stuff, right? Like, right. Yeah, the Moscone Center, you actually, from what I understand, you drive underground, uh, you open up your truck, and they take everything out and bring it up to your booth. So, um, you know, so we're working out all the logistics of that and how that's going to work and make sure that everything fits so that it makes sense 
you know, for the vendors to come, you know, so that you can make money, so that we can make money. Okay, and that's that's what this game is about, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, let's all have fun, absolutely. Um, but you know, work. It's a business. I mean, I, I think a lot of us. I, I say this all the time that a lot of the people that vend at cons are professional nerds, right? You know, we're we're you know we're business geeks right so we all love this stuff and we're all into this stuff but we've chosen to make a living doing it so um you know we can sit there and talk about you know whether or not it's marvel dc harry potter lord of the rings whatever you want but fundamentally this is how we pay our bills this is how we pay our mortgages this is how we put our kids through school so you know that's an important part of it yes let's have tons of fun um but you know we have to make money yeah, well, ultimately, it's not a bad thing. Um, was that a date? I mean, you guys obviously didn't go in there asking for that date, right? It was just more that was the yeah. date that you could get, huh? That's the date that was given to us. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. So, uh, I mean, the majority of vendors kind of know when we go to a convention center, usually we have to give them a commitment, right? So For, for X amount of years, right? Yes. So right. we're looking at the very least a three-year commitment with the convention center. More, more often than not, it's a five-year commitment, right? So when we go in and say, okay, we want to do it for five years, we start talking about what, um, what dates are available. So we always try to keep it at around the same time, but it's always not the same weekend because it's, it's in flux. Like, um, a great point I, I, I tell everybody Fan Expo Canada was always the last weekend of August, not the first weekend in September because that's Dragon Con until we came up to a year where the Firemen's Convention was on that weekend and they booked the Firemen's Convention like 10 years in advance. Oh like it's that big of a thing. So we, they put us on Labor Day, and we're like, oh, okay. And they gave us deals to put us on the Labor Day, and we did Labor Day for about five or six years until it was diminishing returns on both fans showing up and the um, convention setting cutting us deals. And so then when we – and this is so funny, too, because then when we moved back to that first week of uh, – that last week of August, everybody was like, why did you change the dates? It's always been – it's like, guys, no. <laughs> We're helping was, you. Yeah, it was six years on Labor Day weekend, but 19 years <laughs> the last week of August, right? We actually yeah. had people that year like email customer service and said, we didn't realize it was this weekend. Like I bought a three-day pass and I didn't go because I thought it was next weekend. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> So what else, uh, what other info can you give us about, uh, about Denver? Well, we are, um, like I said, it's very Denver centric. That's why the, you know, it's artist Valley, not artist alley. Oh, we are. We, <laughs> um, something that we're trying out, this is standard for Denver, but new for us. So, um, we have Breckenridge brewery coming in. So you will be able to buy alcohol on the show floor. Oh. Which is, cool. Oh, which cool. Is, cool. Yeah, which is a different thing for us. So Breckenridge comes in and then usually does like three or four um, uh, recipes for the show. Like they'll have a, 
you know, a superhero IPA, uh, a villain stout, and, you know, they'll do up superhero style, you know, um, cans and stuff like that. So that is a very different thing for us. That's a completely different thing for us. Is that something that you would look to try to go across all the shows or is that really just Denver only? No, I think it's a cool thing. And, you know, uh, I don't drink at all. I'm like, not really. I'm not a big beer guy. You know, every once in a while, I'll have a glass of scotch with Mark in the hotel room, before, get drunk before a show. <laughs> of course, like, which we've seen, which we've heard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just, but on a standard basis, I'm not really that big of a drinker at all. Um, but, you know, I know a lot of fans are, right? And, you know, and, you know, that whole thing that comic books are for kids and yada, yada, of course, there's some comic books for kids and there should always be comic books for kids. But the majority of the people that we are pulling into the show are adults. And, and uh, you know, uh, all of pretty much all of them started reading the comic books when they were kids. Yeah, exactly. So not only do we have some somebody like Wild Bills that's going to give you your sugar, you know, we <laughs> you were bringing in Breckenridge Brewery that's going to, you know, bring you your, your wheat and your barley, barley and carbs. Yeah. yeah. So you know, whatever fuels you. Yeah, so. there you go. So one, one last question before we, uh, before we, we, we call it a wrap and uh, stop this, uh, this app malfunction hell that I'm having over here. Um, and I, and I've checked it out. out. You're cutting out now. Of course right, I am. Hurry, get your question in before you cut out. So with it being Halloween weekend, are you, are, is is Fan Expo going to do anything for you know to draw in the the kids like on a Sunday like a a Sunday trick or treat thing or anything like that? Um, that's our programming team. I'm selling tables. Okay. Um, as far as I know, uh, like again, I don't know if we're spinning it towards. Though we do have like Denver was a non for profit and it was all all about literacy right it was always making sure that no child grows up not being able to read so we have continued to connect with that so i know with that we are doing definitely something for the kids uh and it's a large activation space it's a big part of the show floor um uh but if you go to our website we were already i mean the saturday before halloween that's going to be a big party day right so um I don't know, you guys as vendors, are you going to bring, are you going to, are you going to come in costume? Like, are you guys going to bring costumes? I'm actually bringing one of my cosplays. So you might see me in, in a costume for once. Uh, I like, Ryan? I like to think I'm in costume every day, but. <laughs> he's just, he's <laughs> pretending to be a human being because he's really exactly. from space. Exactly. <laughs> he's, a, he's a lizard person. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I always said him that about you, Ryan. It's like he looks weird. It's like I think he looks like the way an alien thinks we look. It's just—it's not put together right there. There's something wrong there. It's the shoes. It's the shoes. I know. I get it. And the pink pants. <laughs> so I think I think a bunch of uh, not a lot of us, but you know, like the nerdier ones of us, are planning on bringing some kind of. Ah, Alexis is gone. Uh, uh, are bringing some kind of cosplay for for either the Saturday night party or the Sunday. Okay. That sounds great. So um, I'll probably be in costume this Sunday. I just got to figure out what costume I can be in where it doesn't get in the way of me working too. So yeah, that's kind of where I've got to be at too. Yeah. Yeah. I have no comment. 
<laughs> it's because you're not going, jerk. <laughs> I, I I have to see my costume first. You I I don't. You'll see it. You'll see. It. Yeah, I'm sure we will. It's, it's gonna probably going to be something to match Meg. Um, we have a whole family costume going this year. Oh, geez. Yeah. I, I mean, there, was a, there was a great costume in Chicago. And I thought this guy got amazing dad points. So uh, this guy, he's a, he's a tall dude, like six foot two. He's there with his daughter and they're Jack and Sally. But oh, his perfect. daughter is Jack. Oh my God. That's <laughs> awesome. And uh... he's Sally in the dress, in the wig. And he's got a beard, but I mean, he's wearing a mask. But it's sort of like, I got a dude, good dad points. He goes, What hey, was I going to do? She wants to be Jack. I got to be Sally. I went, That wig looks hot, man. He goes, You have no idea. <laughs> oh, man. I can't, I can't, I can't uh, say that I haven't put on a few uh princess tiaras raising my daughter that's for sure <laughs> oh, and you know at, at the request of his wife as well but yes yeah. yeah, so well. yeah for my my goddaughter for her birthday she wanted a pirate birthday but she wanted it all to be pink pirates so it's sort of like okay pink eye patch pink pirate hat let's go <laughs> i'm down <laughs> like a bedazzled pirate hat that sounds go. awesome to me let's go, there you go. <laughs> all right so uh alexa we got anything else no no i think uh i think we can uh, we can call it a wrap and be excited well i'll be excited to see george in a few days yeah, yeah, yeah. so so i got toronto this weekend so and then denver so if, if something goes horribly wrong for you vendors, go yell at Mark. <laughs> I'm going to be tired. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I, Mark, I'm sorry. I just threw you under the bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and our, our, our Wizard World colleague, who's now part of Fan Expo, Autumn, will be there as well. So, uh, yeah, don't yell at the Autumn. Just yell at Mark. He can take it. Yeah. 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 Mark's, Mark's got thick skin. <laughs> yeah. Autumn's going to still, I guess Autumn will have to figure that out. Yes. No, I (laughs) talked about that this weekend. She, she kind of got the vendor kind of yelled at her a little bit and she's like, what was that? And I went, I know you're new, but that's going to happen. That's normal. (laughs) Get used to it. Yep. So, all right. Well, um, I guess, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Thanks. uh, Thanks so much for coming on once again. And uh, we'd like to, hopefully make a habit of this, get you on, talk about these shows. Cause it's always good to get you back, getting the uh, information from your point of view. Cause it's always one thing from us, you know, doing the shows versus someone who's actually putting them on and, you know, yeah. doing all well, the behind great. the scenes stuff that we see, we, you know, stuff we see, Hey, the tables are all there. Well, they, you know, they're not just there because we said to put them there. There's a lot that goes into it. So that sort of thing. Yeah. Get that insight. But at every show this year, I've had somebody said, "Oh man, I heard you on the podcast. That was great!" Like, oh, awesome. and so you, so it's it's grown for you guys. So that's awesome. It's, yeah, congratulations for you guys, man. Our listenership has definitely been increasing, and uh, we're very happy about that because we're a little over a year in now. And uh, yeah, I think it's been I think it's been good. As, yeah, as it, well, as... it's it's partly because uh, we've got George on him, and partly because <laughs> I get real salty sometimes. Salty yeah, Alexa is everyone's favorite. <laughs> it's salty Alexa. Those are our best <laughs> listened to podcasts. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to start titling them Salty Alexa number seven. Salty Alexa yeah, you, number you 40, need... 41. Oh, is it Alexa, saltiest? You need to start going to crappier shows so you can increase your listenership. 
So, poorly organized, poorly attended, and just go to those. So, you're saying don't go to the fan expo shows? Yeah, no, because we're super organized. Because, man, I got it down. I got it okay. down. Okay. <laughs> What did you commission, George? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks again, George. We really appreciate it again. And uh, we will talk to everybody next week. Yeah, no problem. I dig it. Thanks, guys. See you guys.